You are here because you want to be inspired by other fellow type 1 diabetics. Welcome to the Diabetes Hustle Podcast. Hey guys, I am your host, Ali Abdukrim. On today's episode, I interview Sage Donnelly. Sage Donnelly is a 2020 hopeful Olympic and a professional whitewater kayaker. She is one of the three people I got to interview during the diabetes music video shoot we did last month with Chris, Glucose Survival. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. We get into fitness with Sage. Obviously, her, she's a super athletic freak. She wears an insulin pump. She's had diabetes since she was three years old. and we're gonna talk about, you know, mindset, how she goes about treating her diabetes, food, and all other aspects. So thank you guys for tuning in. Let's get into it. I have a very special person on. How you doing? Good, how are you? Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Welcome oh, yeah. to the Diabetes Hustle Podcast in Los Angeles, California. Oh yeah. <laughs> how you feeling? I'm good, yeah, yeah. Just happy to be out here helping yeah. out. And yeah. yeah, it's super fun. What are we doing today? Um, today, I think we are going to the audience um, for the rock band that is doing a cover um, to release for National Diabetes Awareness Month. Yes, and we're both wearing a black shirt with a big blue circle, and our necklaces say diabetic. Yeah, we have officially been labeled as diabetic. I'm Diabetic Sage. Diabetic Sage. <laughs> and there's your intro. So for the people at home, for the few who don't know who you are, tell them who you are. Quick bio. How long you got diabetes? Your name? What do you do? Um, my name is Sage Donnelly. I'm uh, a white, professional whitewater kayaker on five USA teams. Um, I'm a 2020 Olympic hopeful, and I've had diabetes for 15 years since the age of three. We are next to a superstar. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. It's really like an inspiration to have you, you know, like Thank doing you. what you're doing and diabetes on top of it. Like, I feel like most people are olympic medalist just having the disease and on top of it you're doing i, I also have celiac and thyroid disease just oh, to top it off just to, top, <laughs> just to make the whole picture even better oh, yeah. you have all that going on um so tell us your your starting of diagnosis then we'll get into you know kayaking and everything else yeah so like i said i was diagnosed when i was three so i don't really remember it very well um but i mean my parents put me on a pump pretty soon i was on a pump when i was four i have been ever since um and yeah, I've just been managing it, and um, it's a lot of changing since I work out so much. I work out about eight hours a day. Um, what? I just found that out right now. Are you serious? <laughs> about. <laughs> the, like in, in some stretching training. include? Or? Um, sometimes. Like, I'm no, pretty just... bad about stretching, to be oh, honest. Oh, really? I'm actually shocked. <laughs> I know you're talking about shoulder injuries a lot. Do you do a lot of, um, what are those? lacrosse balls with your shoulder um i do a little Ball bit but i actually have this lovely little thing called the theracane and it's like a cane shape and it has like little knobs on it and you can just get in your shoulder really well wherever you mm, want yeah okay it's good <laughs> okay i got you so like you don't remember life prior to diabetes you just no, know it's been diabetes yeah. forever yeah so then diabetes three years old pump um, what pump were you using for the majority of your diabetic life? Um, I have used an Animus. Uh, I don't remember what I started on, but it was an Animus. Um, and I was using the One Touch Ping up until beginning of this year when they obviously were discontinued. So I just switched to the Medtronic 670G. Okay. How are you liking the Medtronic? It's been good. Um, the auto mode is pretty cool. I haven't uh, messed with it a lot because I've been racing so much and I like to have my control and when I'm racing, um, yeah. so I'm just kind of getting back into it now, but it's a really cool idea, and the pump's super nice, it's waterproof, so I never have to take it off when I'm training or competing, which is awesome, 
so yeah it's been it's been a good switch yeah yeah so let's get into kayaking you what age did you start you said seven years old right uh yes i started competing when i was seven years you were old competing at yes. seven. Oh my goodness. so i actually i started running rivers in my own boat when i was five but okay. i had been raised around the river multi-day raft trips um did the grand canyon when i was seven like what? i've always been around the river um yeah. and, and paddling and then uh Shortly before I actually went on the Grand Canyon um, that year, I said, hey, mom and dad, I want to start competing because, I, you know, I'd seen all the pros out there, of course, um, competing. The Reno River Festival, which is my local festival, I would always see, like, my heroes out there. That's like, crazy. I want to start doing what they do. Yeah. So I actually started freestyle kayaking at age seven. Um, that was the first competition I did. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like if you picture a stationary ocean wave on a river where we're doing front flips and back flips and cartwheels and stuff like that, that is freestyle. It's like gymnastics in the water. Okay. Um, So I started doing that when I was seven. Shortly after that, um, I started doing what's called slalom kayaking, which is my main focus right now. And it's what I'm trying to go to the Olympics for. And that is... You're in a really long, pointy boat, and it's kind of like skiing slums. We have gates to navigate. Um, We have up gates and down gates through big, hard white water. Um, So I do that. And then um, I started that when I was about eight, but I didn't start seriously training in it until about four years ago when I made my first junior team. Um, And then there's also, I started creek racing when I was nine, which is the most extreme form of racing. It's over some of the hardest pieces of white water you can find on rivers and it's point a to point b as fast as you can and that's super epic but it's kind of hard because that makes my blood sugar spike because of all the adrenaline <laughs> yeah yeah that must be like a whole discussion i want to get into about like what is man, my brain's overwhelmed like <laughs> what is management like when you have all this going on like you love weight training you love circuit oh, yeah. training as we spoke you like um obviously kayaking is a yeah. big for you like how does how does management come in and how have you made peace with that honestly it's still a battle i'm not gonna lie yeah. um it's still trial and error i've found some methods that work kind of well like i've found if i'm doing like running or kind of a, a more intense workout where i know i'm gonna drop really fast i can suspend my basal to 50 percent um about an hour before and keep it on through my workout and that actually helps stabilize my blood sugars really well wow. versus taking the pump off because when i take my pump off it just drops and then it shoots straight up and it's all this crazy stuff and then also i started i've started spiking a lot after um after my workout yeah, so we're here, I was here yes about that, yeah right? so my my doctor is starting to have me try to give like half a unit um towards like the last 10 minutes of my workout to try to help stabilize that so that's another thing i'm trying and mm. you know it's just constant monitoring constant eating <laughs> yeah eating no we both love oh, yeah. eating i know that oh yeah <laughs> keeping um keeping juice around the side of the river bank gummies in the gym just like eating eating some gummies in between push-ups you know <laughs> is it true when you're pushing up oh yeah i've gotten some weird looks <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like eating some kind of candy why is this girl eating candy in the gym what is she doing like don't know you don't know yeah so you really like you're really into like you love being active i do i you do really do like we were talking about rest days and you were like even on my rest days i'll go for like a three-hour hike or something yeah. like i just love being outdoors i love being yeah. active anything i do stand up paddle boarding kayaking running gym yeah. i mean just anything yeah. i can rock climbing <laughs> yeah a deep question right now 
where do you think you'd be without diabetes? Don't, and I don't mean this in a sense like, oh, answer this, like, oh, inspirational, like, honest question. Like, where do you think you'd be without type 1? I honestly feel like I'd be in the same spot. Yeah. Because, you know, my parents raised me since I was diagnosed and never let it stop me. And it will make things harder. And at times it'll be more difficult than just being a normal athlete. But to never let it stop you and always find ways to deal with it and don't let it get you down so yeah yeah, i think i'd be in the exact same spot that's amazing because like you know for my story it's more of like diabetes led me to this direction Mm -hmm. with you it was like we're going on this direction whether you like it or not you're like dragging it but you're not dragging (laughs) you're making peace with it and the thing it's like i think the thing that i love about being around amazing people like you is i'm inspired like after this trip i'm like you know, I'm trying to stay on top of my game. You're talking about working out. I'm like, nah, she's not going to beat me. Of course she's going to beat me. <laughs> like, I'm all, like, thinking about, oh, okay, I got to get back on burpees, you know. So it's amazing to be around other characters like you. Oh, and, yeah. It's been super cool to come out here and yeah, just meet everyone. Like, yeah. I never talked to other diabetics, so yeah. it's really Oh, cool. really? Yeah, I mean, I travel so much, and the kayaking community yeah. is pretty small, especially in slalom. And I think I've met, like, one other Czech girl who is a diabetic. Wow. Um, but she's not on the team, so I don't really see her that often. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, it's not super common like i get questions all the time of what is that and you have to figure out how to tell someone who is limited english what diabetes is (laughs) because also um i don't think insulin pumps are super common out in europe yet either um yeah at least that's what i've heard so yeah they see a little box with two being connected to me and they're like what (laughs) yeah it's like i heard their healthcare system is really great but i don't know how pump technology works over there yeah for the most part they they can get you know insulins and cheaper and all that good stuff yeah um, being that you're an athlete and being so active, what has that done for your diabetes? Does it mean you've become more aware of your body or you, um, you like, I don't know. That's yeah. You know, I think in a way, um, diabetes has actually made me more, more aware of my body in sense of like sports. So yeah. I think that's actually helped in that sense. Yeah. Um, because you know, if I get an injury or like, I, I really, I'm in tune with my body. Like I know if I feel like a hurt muscle or something, I can tell the difference between whether it's actually going to lead into an injury or if it's just, like, tight and I need to work it out. Um, So, yeah, I think it's actually helped um, in that sense. And then sports, as far as with diabetes, um, I mean, you know, it's frustrating, it's hard, but... I just, you know, I've, I've learned, I think it's, it's helped my mental side a lot as well of yeah. resilience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just try not to let it get me down. I love it. I love that attitude. Give me one second. Cause my pot is beeping on me. Hold it. <laughs> For, I guess my leading question is what do you take pride in with your diabetes management? It could be small or big, something you feel like you're good at. Hmm. This is going to sound weird, but it's kind of more of on the mental side, you know, um, as far as like, you know, I'll have workouts where I start at 180 and I can just drop to 40 like that. Mm. And, you know, in those times, it's very, very frustrating and I feel horrible. And, you know, you just want to lay there and kind of just curl up in a ball. But I think one thing I'm proud of is how I deal with that and just pushing through it as best I can and just getting back on it as soon as my blood sugar's up and just firing it up. That's really, like, no joke. That's that's actually a true superpower. Like, rolling with the punches is so important oh, yeah. with our management because it's like we're constantly, and that's something I really struggle with. My listeners know this, perfectionist. You know, something doesn't go my way, I want to give up, or I don't care, I just want to splurge, or I'm oh, not yeah. working out. <laughs> that's something that we can get into right now. So, like, for the kids watching, adults watching, people listening, 
what advice do you have for them to roll with the punches you know like what have has that taken you a while to get that attitude or was it just like hey we're all kind of shitty you know <laughs> to disease yeah. just roll with it yeah you know honestly my parents had a huge part in this they they raised me to just go with it and you know roll with the punches you know it's gonna suck at times but just pick yourself back up go harder um and that's something that i've kept with me my whole life so far um and so yeah my other my advice to other diabetics is always it will be bad at times but it's making you a better stronger person no matter what so never let diabetes or any excuse stop you from reaching your goals and dreams very powerful really appreciate it last couple of questions we're gonna plug you make sure they find you um Hold on, one, one second. My, my brain is blinking <laughs> right now. Um, okay, current current projects you're working on, a current thing in your life right now that you are uh, really focused on. Yeah, so big thing right now is um, I start my qualification races for the 2020 Olympics next September. So that is at World Championships. I have to place in a certain number of people to qualify a spot just for the U.S. And then after that, I'll go to my two team trial races and place in those and hopefully they only take one boat mm. so you have to be top boat from that and if i'm top boat from that then i'm going so that's everything like i'm leaving for spain in like i think le- about two weeks or less um and i'll be gone through january i won't be home i'll be in europe um training my butt off so that's that's the goal right now is qualify for that and yeah go to the olympics so Man. that's the main project right now we are rooting for you for thank real. you intense like do you I don't want to get too long to this, but like you really thrive off traveling and being yeah, out of your comfort zone, essentially. I definitely so what, do. So what's life for you like that? Like traveling, being on the plane, you know, having the pump and then working out in a hotel gym versus partying or whatever. <laughs> is that like your work ethic usually there? Like your yeah. mind is constantly like, okay, where's the Yeah, thing? I pretty much, yeah, exactly. I love to work out. Um, it makes me feel incredible. It's one of my favorite things. So yeah. pretty much everywhere I go, it's like, okay, it's like where's the gym? Yeah. I'll go for a run. Yeah. Where's training? Yeah, like, yeah. let's go. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, of course, I do let loose and party on occasion, but normally it's like after a big race. It's not like yeah. all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah, like sure. after my two world championships, I was like, "Yep, I'm going to the after party." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and traveling with diabetes. Yeah, it's hard. Um, some days I have to increase my basils by like fifty to seventy percent, like because I I drive a lot as well, like um, driving from North Carolina to Nevada or Nevada to North Carolina to get to my team trials. It's like five days of just sitting, so it's really really bad. You drive that? (laughs) Yeah. So I'll go through so much insulin doing that, um, which kind of sucks, but you know, gotta do what you gotta do. And you know, same with planes. Like anytime I'm sitting, like my blood sugars just skyrocket because. I'm my body's so used to just moving all the time (laughs) so yeah yeah Yeah, that's kind of how I deal with it just pump everything up pump it up (laughs) well I appreciate you coming on heck yeah thanks for having me of course where can the audience find you at home where do they want to find you um okay so my home my home's Carson City Nevada but I'm never there I travel the world so um you can keep up on my adventures on my athlete page on facebook which is just sage donley um or my instagram which is sage kayak that's probably better um and yeah i just travel around and if you see i'm coming to an area that's near you hit me up and i'd love to meet that's so awesome olympian next to me a type one let's go thank you so much thanks i appreciate you having me on this part okay yes thank you we'll end recording right now (laughs) 
that was the episode guys thank you so much for watching and listening appreciate you guys if you guys enjoyed this video guys on youtube hit the like button comment down below for a future video request on the podcast i hope to upload weekly sage if you're listening thank you so much really appreciate the interview it was great i hope this inspired you guys to learn a couple things about athletics with diabetes mindset and all the stuff in the diabetes hustle podcast i'll see you soon goodbye Thank you.